0: Over the last year, and uh, we have probably some weddings coming up over the next year. Hopefully, um, <clears throat> one of the wedding songs is the Journey jam "Don't Stop Believing." <laughs> what, <laughs> Ev- dude? I'm not kidding you. Every every wedding seen. we've been to plays "Don't Stop Believing."
1: That's the uh, the new chicken dance. Yes, or Macarena. Are they right. still doing the chicken dance? Uh. No,
0: I know the. Chi- <laughs> oh, I, I. know the chicken dance.
1: Hey, you are Polish. <laughs> Actually, that wasn't everybody. That was a, definitely a Polish wedding thing, huh? No, no, it was all weddings. It Those was all Italians
0: too. I, but also American uh, weddings. I'm telling you. Um,
1: Is that just a thing?
0: No, chicken, chicken dances, dance? yeah, it's a funny thing to do at the weddings because it gets people moving and acting silly, uh, opening up their boundaries, getting them to laugh, and, you know, mm. you got you to gotta be able to laugh to enjoy the dance, I think, right?
1: Yeah, good call. It's so embarrassing, so hard. Absolutely. I would rather go into battle than go to a dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather jump out of an airplane. With full battle gear, everything just rather do that than go to a dance. So, uh, Emma
0: and I uh, went to a few weddings recently with Emma's dad, who um, loves to stand and watch all the numbskulls who are you know wasted away dancing their lives out on the dance floor. And uh, he kind of called to my attention the the, uh, journey. As uh, I I open the show here with a little Anytime, which I think is a fun journey song. There is some good journey out there, but the journey everyone loves, the Don't Stop Believing, he he brought this to my attention, and I can never let it go now. <clears throat> in the in the chorus, right? Uh, <laughs> the lyrics are "Strangers waiting, yeah, yeah. up and down the boulevard." <laughs> There's shadows searching in the night, right? And then they just say, streetlights, people. Living just to find emotion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, I had to pull it up because I was like, that's not like an upbeat. Like- no, but here's, here's the chorus. This is
0: the best part about this chorus. Don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling. Streetlights, people. Don't stop believing. <laughs> hold on hold on streetlights people don't stop believing believing. (laughs) hold on to that feeling streetlights people this is uh, Shakespeare modern Shakespeare streetlights people it's a haiku yeah we're so dumb. We've been so dumb for so long, though. This is the 70s, man. Like, come on. So
1: people are just <laughs> shadows searching in the night. Streetlights people. Streetlights people. <laughs> and that's the whole chorus.
0: I can't get over just this, man. I'm sure, we've, I'm sure we've covered this on the show before, but it's one of my <sighs> favorite
1: things ever. I never heard that before. Wow. Yeah. And again, it supports my theory that 1980s, worst decade. 1981. You're Don't not, stop believing.
0: You're not far off. I think the drugs were taking hold of the brains then. You know, it was hitting the... Yeah, it's
1: what ruined our country, because now we are all the products of the 80s. Think about it. All these, like, <laughs> retarded, drugged-out people got together and fucked, and were the products. Well, and then they thought they could raise us. Look
0: at our modern oh. poets, man. To be or not to be. <laughs> Streetlights. People. people. Hold on. To that feeling.
2: <laughs> 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 Streetlights, people.
3: Working oh, okay, like, hard
1: to get my fill. I'm so into it, man. Everybody wants a thrill. <laughs> Paying anything to roll the dice. Just one
0: more time, <laughs> dude. They play that song at like every sporting event here in Denver. You could guarantee hear it at the Nuggets. The you know the team where nobody has any merchandise for, and also you can't watch them on Comcast. Uh, impressively, but uh, also, no, um, what is it? The Rockies games. They love doing the, the "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah, you
1: know it just goes to show. All you need is that one good hook. So you sing out, "Don't Stop Believing." Everybody hears it. Hold on to that feeling. Oh yeah. Everybody's filling in the rest with their own lyrics. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Right absolutely that's kind of what they're doing is they're just kind of prophesizing onto themselves <laughs> <laughs> callback it's funny yeah
3: this is a
0: little <laughs> callback action. yeah man all right I gotta say uh it's funny as I was cruising on my ride back home today, um I was paying attention to some lyrics from a classic jam from the eighties uh under pressure with Wow! Yeah, great tune, Queen. Couldn't agree more. Yes, it's powerful. It well, it's actually. I was listening to the duet one with. Uh, um, they did a remake, right? Uh, with David Bowie. It was Freddie Mercury and David Bowie together, doing the mm-hmm. Under Pressure. Uh, or maybe that's the original. Is that the? That is the original. That's the original. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Good. Because I, I don't know what happened to me, but I'm cruising home from dropping Emma off at the airport, and I was thinking about, I'm just listening to this, and I thought, my God, this is a love song. And not only is this a love song, Under Pressure, sung by Freddie Mercury and David Bowie, but it's a duet love song, sung by Freddie Mercury and David Bowie, and you, know, you listen to it, you think, no, you don't think. You know. It's obvious. It's a love song between two men who just had sex with each
1: other. Like, <laughs> I don't think so, man. This is actually... A, I had to look up the lyrics. This is unbelievable. And this is what I said about Sam Smith. This is why you're a disappointment. You're right. This are two gay men who probably just... They were probably doing lots of cocaine and fucking while making this song.
0: I think they absolutely made love together and then did the
3: under-pressure under But but, t- but
1: tell me as a straight man, this doesn't expl- uh, s- explain a beautiful song. situations you've been in that you couldn't put words to. I mean, pressure pushing down on me, pushing down on you, no man asked for. <laughs> it's a pressure that burns a building down, splits a family in two puts people on the streets yeah it's the terror of knowing what the world is about i mean these are you know what i mean these are actually this is actually i never actually looked at the words. i like know the words to the song but i never actually looked at them mike get out of here with that garbage street (laughs) lights
0: people (laughs) come on man don't stop believing baby <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't stop believing, Frank. Streetlights, people. Yeah, that's yeah, turned, uh, turned I, away from it all like a blind man. Stand on a fence, but it don't work. I mean, dude, this is crazy. Oh, there is a profound
0: pain and beauty deep within the lyrics of Freddie Mercury and David Bowie, you know, to his credit, what a, you know, uh,
1: an
0: incredible artist and, and lyricist of yeah. the time. They, folks, they don't make them like they used to. Lo- love no
1: dares you to change our way of caring about ourselves. Wow. It's the end of the song. Cause this is their last dance. <laughs> yeah. Under pressure. Man. Yeah. Great tune, man. I love it. That's, I was just thinking about. It. I picked the song for the next mid uh, mid one. It's like there's a lot of songs you listen to as a kid. They're like now you let li- you go. But you listen to them now, and man, do they hit home.
0: Deeper meaning, maybe yeah,
1: Uh with a new
0: perspective, a little bit more emotion, right? You kind of understand where they're coming from with with the love angle. Uh, again, I I was listening to the Under Pressure with the duet between the David Bowie and the Freddie Mercury, and all I could think of is. You know, it's a beautiful song, and I almost think they wrote this beautiful song together. Maybe, well, they were uh, potentially in the midst of making love together. It's very possible. The 80s were a fun time for a lot of people. I was just reading a thing about
1: F- Freddie Mercury ha- had, like, a-, a girlfriend. Did you see that? Yeah, he, like, no, left he... all his money to her <laughs> and everything. Yeah, well, he...
0: He swung both ways that was a hip thing back then it we act nowadays in 2023 like it's a whole new age concept <laughs> where you know people are bisexual
1: yeah no it, the only difference is now they're parading in the street <laughs> ah dude yeah that's terrible the 80s really was like that was the decade that ruined america
0: I don't know, well, so Emma and I, and I don't know how we got on the topic, but we were discussing Cal Ripken Jr., and I don't know if you're familiar with Cal Ripken Jr., but uh, yeah, he's considered one of the last greats in in the game of baseball, but um, uh, she's from Baltimore, she's got a few stories of her own on interacting with, you know, maybe him, kids, what have you, Personally, for me, I have met Cal Ripken a few times. I I've made him a salad, uh, half out that closet, folks, but uh, three quarters maybe. <laughs> I made the man a salad. I didn't. I may have tossed it, but I. You're a little close. A little close there. You He's know. He's got these stunning eyes, but um, <laughs> he is the Iron Man. <laughs> it's the Iron Man. But here's the thing. We were talking about Cal Ripken, and I was discussing how incredible it is that he never won the World Series, nothing crazy, but he's known for his unbreakable record, right? A record that was considered unbreakable by Lou Gehrig until he came in and broke it, and what is it, right? Do you know what it is? I was trying to see. Uh, no, I don't. I can't see what it is. He played in. Uh, uh, he surpassed Lou Gehrig's uh, streak of two thousand one hundred thirty consecutive games played.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say he's been. He says he played twenty one seasons, which is crazy. So
0: we were talking about it, and I said, "Isn't this incredible?" And doesn't it really speak volumes to where we're at that? He has a record considered unbreakable now because look at his record. What is it? He showed up for work every day for like... <laughs> for 20 for years. For 20 years. The man showed up for work every day and we look at it, we're like, unbreakable. No man could possibly break that record. Showing up for work every day for 20 years? Impossible. What is this man? Is he like an Egyptian? Or is he an alien? An- one of those
1: Anunnaki. Anunnaki, no, <laughs> Showed up Just for fed work. Fed off of the gold or something. What's going on here? <laughs> every day?
0: Well, how much adrenochrome did this man consume on a I daily basis?
1: <laughs> every day he wasn't raping kids and drinking their blood. Is that what? You're, uh, Look at
0: this guy. It's unbelievable. What do you think about it? Look, literally, he's called the Iron Man. Iron Man because he showed up for work every day. He played baseball. Every day, he showed up for work, get the, we have fallen so far, man. Oh my God. That's it.
1: (laughs) For 20 years.
0: 20 years, showed up for work. For baseball, by the way, it's a season, it goes from like April to like September, he was on the Orioles, they never made the playoffs, he never like went to the World Series or anything, dude, the guy played like the minimum amount of games a season.
1: But even that with the MLB, their season's longer than the plumbing season. I swear <laughs> to God, we get more days off than baseball.
0: How about the teachers? I got a neighbor who's a teacher,
1: and it was like—I think it was just the other
0: day—where you know, almost halfway through January, I'm like, oh, "How's it like being back to school?" And oh, you know, I'm still
1: on the vacation. I'm like, "No, wow, they, no my God. they never you guys go, to Frank, go they, back to school." Frank, <laughs> they never, Frank, they never go back to school. Finishing sh- up. <laughs> I'm not even—I'm I'm not even joking. It was like the Friday <laughs> before Christmas. There's nobody there. Right? And I'm like, what's going on? Oh, no, the kids got off because it's the Friday before Christmas. The Friday before the two weeks off. And then Monday, <laughs> guess what? They're off. Why? Because you need the Monday after the two weeks off. You need that Monday off.
0: Well, it's uh, Martin Luther King Day or
1: whatever, right? No, <laughs> that's in another week. That's like two <laughs> weeks from now. You come back for like a, window. I swear to God, it's like one full week. And then you're off for MLK Day.
0: Well, this week is Kwanzaa, and next week is Chris Crinkle Day. And, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, got to represent all the peoples.
1: (laughs) Pretty soon it'll be Elton John Day. They're just waiting for him to die. Represent the gays.
0: They really are.
1: He's the the real queen. (laughs) I don't know, man. It's crazy. Teachers probably work less than – I would argue they probably work less days than baseball players. It's amazing
0: there's a shortage. Like, if you think about hours worked, plus, you know, with the pay and, like, you get all these benefits from the state, man. And then, like, some kid farts in class and you shut it down for a week. You know, like,
1: <laughs> it's unbelievable. Only if it smelled like COVID. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can
0: smell it. Oh, man. All right, so uh... <clears throat> I, got the, I got the clip of the year. And we're <laughs> one weekend, but it's the clip of the year. Uh I've been dying to play it. Um Space DNA. Does it sound familiar to you?
1: Yeah, no, Frank, we already did this a year ago. <laughs> Does it sound familiar to you?
0: Yeah. I I'm curious what you think of this. Here we go
2: presidents will travel to outer space.
0: Oh, it got cut off there. Here we go. I'll start from the beginning. And I'm, I'm curious what you think only because um, well, I'll, I'll tell you what.
2: Next week, three American presidents will travel to outer space. Spaceflight memorial company Celestis plans to launch presidential hair samples into orbit. Uh-huh. The company's CEO says authenticated DNA from U.S. Presidents George Washington, Dwight Eisenhower, and John F. Kennedy are hitching a ride on a United Launch Alliance rocket. A mission slated for Monday (laughs) in Cape Canaveral, Florida.
0: Okay, all right. So they're firing up some DNA. Do you know what else they're putting in there? Ranging
2: in size from a lipstick container to half a watch battery attached to commercial space flights. This time, they're launching into space on their very first deep space voyager called Enterprise.
0: Okay, it's called, p- it's called Enterprise, right? Uh, Folks, I'm going to prove to you CERN is real. Okay, just follow with me, all right? It's Enterprise, we got the presidents with the hair follicles. Are you following?
2: It's the moon and orbiting around the sun. The time capsule will contain DNA and cremated remains of more than 200 people including Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry and actors from the original cast including Lieutenant Uhura, Chief Engineer Scotty and Dr. McCoy.
0: We looked at the pro- Okay, all right. So, number 1. Mike, you drink far less now than you did 1 year ago <laughs> on February 23rd, 2023,
1: and I'll tell you why, sir. we definitely did this before. I swear to God, I remember this.
0: I'm getting some deja vu. I'm sure you are, too. Send me back, team, here. uh, Please, can I hear a clip of the dudes from February 24th, 2023?
3: On President's Day, space tourism company Celestics is going to DNA from the four presidents into space on their upcoming oh, gay. Site, a deep space time capsule. Yeah. This is the gay. first time in history that any president has gone to space in any fashion. Symbolically or otherwise, but why are they doing it? Okay. So like telling yes. us this, this must have been the second hour. Oh, it was definitely yeah. the, the second hour. Some Obama
1: hair up there? Do <laughs> 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 you have some money left <laughs> over from what you <laughs> sent in Ukraine? <laughs> He's not spread. wrong, folks. I guess they won't you spend any DNA of this money on, I don't know, train derailments in Ohio? <laughs> in Ohio. <laughs> Celestis will also
3: include the DNA, cremated is. remains, and mine files, or messages from the deceased of several superstar Trekkies, We're along for nerds. this ride, too.
2: <laughs> Star Trek creator Gene
3: Roddenberry <laughs> and original cast members Michelle Nichols, James Doohan, and DeForest Kelly are all headed to space, too. We
0: end up taking this new conversation new Vulcan, in a great place. On its
3: maiden flight to send a oh. new lander to the moon no. later this year. Then this capsule with the presidents oh, and Star
0: Trek stars' DNA will journey... I want to remind everyone, we just heard the current clip. Right? From, sounds exactly the uh, same. And this is from last year. They, they're they playing us like frickin' goldfish, etch-a-sketch morons. Further to potentially be discovered by a distant civilization. By the way, shout out to my flat earthers out there. They, they don't want to tell us the truth about space. That's what this... <laughs>
1: <thing> <laughs> yeah, that's is. what it is. They can't launch it. They can't pass it through what your space water. Money? Could you imagine an... Alien finds the spaceship, opens it up, and it's just a bunch of hair. And fuck. And be like, what the fuck? The
0: fuck is wrong with these morons? They've left out Nixon. He tried to put in his pubic hair, but they uh, wouldn't allow <laughs> oh, it. So... Man. Was
1: a- and with that Clinton, shit. they just put the cigar. <laughs> <laughs> it had enough DNA on it.
0: This is about to get really fantastic. <laughs> actually, I'm telling you, I saved the best <laughs> for last. And this is really bizarre listening to us, but it's very funny that this we so funny we've the, already talked about ago. this. That, yes, this is the same story. This is mind blowing, people. So you ridiculous. know what the worst part. But... Is? All right. No, the you're... worst part is the The worst. I never know if it's you actually talking or if it's you talking.
1: Oh, so funny.
0: All right. Are you ready for this?
1: Yeah, I can't wait. Here we go. I'm so embarrassed. We put the DNA in this thing. We launch in the space. Alien species finds it in a thousand years. Yes. Right. If we're lucky. Oh my God! They gave us their DNA. These must be the geniuses of. The,
0: Thank you. You're psycho, dude. You're. Totally they're gonna clone
1: dude. a bunch of guys who don't even know what spaceships are. Or space. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck?
0: Dwight D. Eisenhower. What
1: does he know about what's going on in 2023? <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, imagine when George Bush wakes up and asks for his slave. <laughs> 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 Uh, no black guys on this. Uh, right <laughs> Obama, not the but slave owners. Not the but slave owners on noticed, this trip.
0: I noticed you were missing a couple black guys. I think the woke mob is going to be a little upset about this one, dude. <laughs>
1: Where's Wakanda forever? You yeah! should have thrown in some hair from Washington slaves so they can clone a couple.
0: <laughs> so someone could do some work for them when they land on Washington. <laughs>
1: Excuse me? gotta stop right there! You gotta
0: stop it! Holy <laughs> Jesus!
1: We were on fire that day, folks.
3: You
1: know, you know, oh you know, my every, God! Every time I see Mom, she goes, "You know the show's great, but there's some very there's moments where I actually cringe." I'm like, "Ma, what are you talking about?" I mean, I think that's what she was talking about. <laughs> I thought that was a hot take. That's why I, that's a great I clipped it for the show. I was so blown away.
0: Number one, again, I want to reiterate to everybody that that was from February 24th last year. It was Mike and I laughing and getting quite inappropriate, but within the boundaries, I would argue,
1: of history. Uh, on, that's hilarious. Washington yes. wakes up. First the thing he does, you know, where's my slave Come with on. my slippers? You know? <laughs> so- Oh, that's that's good. That's really good.
3: That's that bitch
1: knows when I wake up, I need my slippers.
3: You
0: know? <laughs> Come on, man!
1: It's so funny. Yeah, no, no about yo no, 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 one black president. What? Because he's got nappy hair? Wouldn't fit in the vial. What's well, up? Here's what got me
0: about this newest clip that we uh, heard, and I I didn't clip all of it. Just because I wanted to, you know, get it all together in one little oh, so eggshell there. But um, what got me, too, is once again, the second time I heard the clip, I thought, you know, again, no black guys. We did this again. Like, you guys still <laughs> skipped no. what happened to all the BLM and, you know, the equality. That's to be fair, not D many I. black Trekkies. Yeah. <laughs> this was
1: clearly like a Trekkie thing, you know, they not many were... black Trekkies. <laughs> twice in a row, man. You know who I blame? William Shatner. Clearly white supremacist. <laughs> Clearly white so funny. And that gay Asian dude. Who's the little Asian gay guy? Uh, that's uh, George Dekai. Uh, yeah, he's the he, racist. He did
0: serve in the internment camp, so I give him, you know, a bit of a Wasn't pass. was he in Star Trek? He was, yeah. He's also... Oh, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Thought I had that confused.
0: So funny stuff. Uh, I. <sighs> it's wild yeah. that they're... They can easily recycle news and play it off. I I normally would not have played it again only because the first time I played it, it was hilarious because I knew Mike would react the way he had, which you
1: heard. Come on! Time. That was an on point. That was on point. We're gonna spend money on this in Ukraine, Genuinely. but we can't do can't do anything about the traffic in Chicago.
0: Anything? Uh, we give can't, me a
1: tunnel or something. No, can't put up a freaking fence at the border to stop something. Can't can't, can't do go, anything. But going we got all this the... money to launch fucking <laughs> some, some queer techies into space. <laughs> but,
0: but, but it's great that here we are again. It's January. And they're just recycling bullshit that I hearken back again to the man, this media enterprise, this Goliath, they think we're so dumb and they think they still have everybody controlled, but I don't, I don't think they do. I think that's why they're confused by the way things are pulling out. The fact that minority groups aren't backing Biden anymore. Uh, you know, more people are kind of catching on to the whole money laundering scheme going on in Ukraine with Hunter Biden and not just Hunter Biden, folks, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell made a visit there. Chuck Schumer, the- Nancy Pelosi, people on both sides of the aisle have made their trips there to schmelt their uh, <laughs> their <laughs> so, Academy yeah. Award and get, <clears throat> give the gold. Uh, where's my Sean Penn at? Uh, just it's all the game, they're all warhawks, they're all making money off of it. And you know, you know,
1: you know what got me? I was taking a shit and thinking about that last episode where you played that clip of the or you talked about the stats of uh Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, he man. Only made one joke about Camilla Harris. One
2: Harris one joke.
1: joke. Dude, there was one joke about Mike Pence, him calling his wife mother. That Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel said that a thousand times. just that one joke you know what i mean of course yeah that is a crazy statistic one joke about kamala harris and one of the things i was thinking about with this clip you played uh (laughs) after you mentioned that the other day you sent me that thing and i looked it up that was scheduled i think the reason we talked about it it was scheduled to launch last year Oh,
0: so they artemis us on this one, which Kamala yeah, Harris was in charge of. Every time- <laughs> no, no, no. It's not, it's not that <laughs> yeah. they're trying
1: to brainwash us or anything. But they're just too incompetent to launch a missile, a rocket these days that it hasn't launched yet. Wow. And
0: so they just replayed the news. They're like, oh, we we'll
1: recycle. We'll refresh to be fresh. Change the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, notice how there was no big story when they canceled the mission, and then now they bring it back. So apparently, yeah, they're going to launch it soon, next week. All right, good for us, I guess. Uh, we seem to
0: just fail up,
1: right? That's how it works here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, Kamala Harris couldn't have passed an engineering class if her life depended on it. She's in charge of NASA.
0: Right, which is a front. Come on, man. We can't. There's no way NASA's real. In, in any sense of doing actual space mm-hmm. exploration or having any real concrete action going on. It's definitely the, a front. It's a front. They do the little photo ops. They probably, I'll give it some credit. I'll say they go out there into the stratosphere and they get out on the, you know, they strap on the suits and they fix, you know, they do the fixing of the, uh, the satellites and stuff, right? And they float around, and they spin the tool, and they do all the stuff, and I'll give it to them. I'll give them they're there, right? But I don't think they're actually out in space. I don't think we have any actual uh, visual You don't think of the that. Voyager's out there? No, no, I think we have Space Force. I think we have a military out there. I, I believe we have more of a Star Trek situation going on than we're told or led to believe.
1: Oh, way too much. You have way too much faith in these. I people.
0: know, but God. I told you when you take the red pill, you go down the rabbit I hole. I mean, there's,
1: I mean, there's not that many smart Americans. We can't even recruit for the infantry, and that's cannon fodder. You, you think we have enough people to recruit geniuses on a spaceship that could keep this thing afloat and monitor space weapons? And I mean, come on, dude. We're we're more worried about hiring trans than people that actually have like engineering backgrounds.
0: Well, you're talking to a
1: guy who, you know, for me in my conspiracy
0: world, you know, I'm Neo, and, you know, when I emerge out of the Matrix after I take that red pill and I bust out of that gooey kind of cauldron that I'm just stewing in, right, I'm totally naked, right, with all the cords attached to me, except for I got this, like, crazy tinfoil hat connected to my head. (laughs) I'm a lifer, baby. I go all in. Are you, are you giving me facts or numbers or math? Get out of here, all yeah. right? I'm, <laughs> I, I'm all about imagination and fantastical ideas, baby. Where uh, are my flat mooners out there? Yeah.
1: It, it's not the easiest thing in the world to launch a satellite into like outer solar system, but I believe launching a fucking coffee can into solar, outer solar <laughs> system is a lot easier than containing... People for decades, and just you're talking about thousands of people containing this, the secret. Awesome. Nobody can keep yeah. a secret, man.
0: I know, I know, and um, you know, you could compartmentalize maybe concepts and ideas. Maybe no, you know when you think but, of no. Lazar, that's kind of how he explains away. You know, the way people are able to get away with it. Uh,
1: I- you know, and and I would very much, but be- listen, I would believe it if. There was a, Bob Lazar comes out. There's always the, that you always, like, there's always the one guy that ignites it. And if he was really a guy, it's like all the girls that get raped by fucking one, you know, Coolio or whatever. Once one comes out, <laughs> then they all come out. So Bob Lazar would have come out. Don't put and, us on the record for would, that. <laughs> and,
3: then,
1: and then there would have been another guy who was like, wow, now that he said that, that you know what I mean? I found out it, I'm the second piece. And then there would have been another person that was like, you know what? At one point, I think I was the third piece to that. You know? Like, there's, uh, there's no way you're containing that much information. Maybe. Right, yeah,
0: I, I don't know. Uh, I have to say that I do believe we probably have equal, if not more, money financed towards black projects than anything else when it comes to our military-industrial complex. And Space Force, again, I cannot get it out of my mind that Trump just in his blowhard way, you know, spilled the beans and accidentally admitted we got fantastical military equipment up there. See, like
1: I would, t- I would, t- I would, <laughs> a more believable conspiracy, a far more believable conspiracy is all of that black uh, money and everything. That's just corruption and theft and laundering and all that. The real th- believable conspiracy is when you start talking about like, uh, who is Taylor Swift? Where did she come from? This tour made a billion dollars?
0: Taylor Swift is the reincarnated satanic soul of uh Rachel LeVay.
1: And Rachel Levine's a dude. No, what? no. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: blonde chick's a dude?
1: <laughs> oh man. I do I see I think, you know, when you talk no, no, about no. like the, LeVay, uh...
0: you have to look it up.
1: Uh it...
0: here, what is it? She this the daughter of the original creator of the Satanic Temple in America, or the Satanic Temple, LeVay, I believe, L-E-V-A-Y, she looks identical to Taylor Swift. It's the scariest thing you will ever see. <clears throat> I swear on it. Uh same hair, same eyebrows, and if you check out a lot of what Taylor Swift did this past year in twenty twenty three, she had the largest selling tour and she went around performing what many would describe as witchcraft like borderline satanic rituals she had people in black robes and candles and imagery that represented you know pentagons and the the sort of kind of imagery you would expect with the satanic
1: worship and the witchcraftery yeah, I mean, and all that yeah, but i'm talking about like real stuff like
0: oh come on man! I,
1: I, I don't care about the satan shit that people are on i'm talking about like a more realistic thing is when you talk about like the uh, grateful dead and stuff with the cia connection and the beatles and the cia connection it's more believable to say that they definitely found a way to just prop right, up well. these people and just steal the money, you know what I mean? That's a great way to get free money. I totally to fu- agree. To fund your project.
0: I want you to just take a look and Google Zena, Z-E-N-A, LaVey, and Taylor Swift. Just do an image search of the two. Z-E-N-A? I- yes, she's the daughter of the, the Satanist, uh, the creator of the Satanist temple, Zena LaVey. Uh, a known witchcraft woman from back in the day. This is I'm talking the '70s, '80s, maybe long before. But look at the two. There's theories out there that this, <laughs> okay, is a reincarnated Taylor Swift. Take a look. It's freaking crazy.
1: Yeah. you're Right. That's 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 that's, that's the truth. <laughs> Would
0: well, you yeah. at least come on? Will you at least entertain on some level? That they, they look alike. Are, yeah. But I've been cho-
1: very Taylor Swift odd, is one of the dude. reasons she. One of the reasons they choose a woman like Taylor is because she's just such a generic-looking blonde chick. I don't
0: know something up a Taylor. I mean, Swift, I sat man. in
1: class like I can't, in college. I sat next to a girl that everybody literally called her Taylor. So she looked exactly like it. Pretty much everywhere you go, if it's an, a white enough place, you'll find a Taylor Swift.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean. Zena leve I'm. St- I'm telling you right now, I think there's something there. They very strangely resemble each other almost right, maybe too... It's a clone. Almost too close. Oh, I'll go clone. I will right. I'll accept I'll clone. clone. We'll, settle, we'll settle on clone. All right, I like this. This is why these <laughs> folks, middle ground, all right?
1: You know. <laughs> I mean, Taylor was born right at the time where I believe they were mastering clone.
0: I think clone. they look way too eerily... Similar. Xena LaVey, Taylor wait, Swift. Okay,
1: but what do you mean re- reincarnation?
0: I don't mean reincarnation. I probably said the wrong word. Uh I would... I don't know.
1: I'm out of my realm here, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, I'll help you out here. She's a clone. That'll help. I'll
0: go with clone. Born
1: 1989. That's right around the time. Oh, they probably yeah. had, you know... Well,
0: they look very similar, and... There is, from what I've read, I like to go into those deep dark zones, man, out in the conspiracy threads. Yeah. And um, they're pretty much sold on the concept out there that this Xena LaVey maybe was able to have their soul summoned into... Taylor Swift, <laughs> follow me here. Don't worry, and uh, you know Taylor Swift. Look what she did this year. Right, she took over the world, billionaireess, and dating the Taylor or the uh, Travis Kelsey, the dude who I also think will still win the Super Bowl this year. You heard it here first. Put your money down, uh, because he's he's on the two shots. He's supported by the big pharma and the big Pfizer and. Taylor yeah, the Super Bowl is brought to you by Pfizer. Brought to so. you by Pfizer, and so Taylor just—I—I I think that it all works together. I guarantee we'll be watching the Super Bowl with the big parties, and they'll be cutting to Taylor every every time there's a play to Travis. You'll see it happen, trust me. Uh, and so, if that's the case, satanic stuff, witchcraftery—I'm bringing in Pfizer. I think it's all tied together.
1: Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, it's, a little, it's a little stretch, a little bit of a stretch.
0: Folks, I give this to all my nutjobs out there. No. Yeah,
1: that's right. It's <laughs> a
0: little bit of a okay, stretch. Well, we got a little time left, so I want to toss it out there. It's one of my favorites. We teased it several times. I sent it to you, uh, anti-vaxxers, being called out by none other than my favorite place to get all my information when it comes to health. And they they declared at the end of this <laughs> at the end of this clip, <clears throat> you can hear I have plenty of health going on. Uh, here we go. Do you remember this Joy Behar talking about anti-vaxxers? Oh yeah, I had to bring it on. We got to do it. One. Let's do it. But besides satire, would
3: be. I mean, look at what's happening with these anti-vax people. You know, I said this the other day. I have been boosted and boosted and boosted, so I got it. Covid. It does not prevent you from getting Covid, but you don't die from it. <laughs> and yet, you have people like this, Robert Kennedy Jr., who's going out there and attacking Fauci and saying that it's a bad thing to get but the boost. He's not saying it's satire. He's
0: actually believing. Well, I know,
3: it. but this is fake you know? news, and well, that's
0: another thing. Oh, did you guys get that warm, tingly feeling inside? When's the last time you heard fake news? I know. <laughs> that was good. I haven't heard that one in a long time. I like
1: that. I got more. Are you ready? So one, let's just put this, let me get this straight. One side is saying, listen, your shots don't work. That's right. And the other side is saying, no, 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 no. I've been boosted and boosted and boosted and I got COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. What are you talking about? It doesn't work. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> i'm confused it It kind of sounds like you guys are agreeing you you just don't realize it troy
0: Funny to me that people on Team Pfizer and Team Boost
1: get your boost. Go get it.
0: Um, do they think we can still be convinced to be on their poison train that they've been riding on? Like, yeah, every they don't
1: want to believe that they've been brainwashed, dude. I still get it from our parents. They still stand by the fact. They were never told, and they never believed that the vaccine would stop you from getting it or spreading it. It was always just to stop you from dying. Right, but what they're not understanding, and they
0: they never did from the get-go, was our concern
1: was that this was warp speed coming at us. (laughs)
0: And we didn't really no, think it was c- tested. Our, our concern
1: is for sure you believed it was safe and effective. That's why you got it. You definitely believe it would prevent you. Listen, the only reason we're not in lockdowns, according to you guys, is because we got the vaccine, which was supposed to stop people from getting it. It was supposed to stop the spread. That, and it never worked.
0: I also thought so people we- weren't going to die. But now more people are dying than ever before. We have this thing we've never heard of. Excess mortality. (laughs) I I never thought we'd be talking about excess mortality, but it seems to be the topic du jour of uh, the end of 2023 heading into 2024. Uh, Something that ties into it, which people may remember from 2022 and 2023, turbo cancers kind of paved the way. Those turbo cancers and the blood clots and the strokes and the heart attacks. That was what led to these excess mortalities. And now, now what do we do? Where are we at? Well, nobody wants to take your weirdo booster shots, man, because it seems to be everybody with the heart attacks and the strokes and the excess mortality are the ones who got the boost up the wazoo. (laughs) Up the wazoo. (laughs) Boost up the wazoo, man. I mean, I know people who got four, five shots, man. I mean, that's...
1: No, and they're the ones that are getting COVID and they're like, thank God, thank God I got those five shots. I've never had it. I I really don't think I ever had this fake virus, you know?
0: Yeah, it's definitely there also. Um, You know, Emma and I were discussing how it was pretty typical around Christmas. We would get some sort of flu, something like that. Uh, We've gone through a couple Christmases now, nary really a flu, uh, definitely no COVID, and well, we didn't get those boosters like everybody else, <laughs> <I know>. so <laughs> we've been kind of cruising through these flu cold seasons, just like uh, no cold, no flu, what's going on here? What is everybody else sick with, right? That's what I want to know, and hey, I'll chalk it up potentially Chemtrails with the nanobots, maybe the 5G tech. Come on, I'll give it to you. But it does seem like something was given to a lot of people where their immune systems were purposely uh, maybe destroyed.
1: And the worst part is it's the young people. It's just young people that are dying of heart attacks, which is really sad. It's a great business model, don't you think? What's that?
0: That's the cash cow of all cash cows, man. You got people weakened with their immunity, potential heart attack stroke victims. Hey, if they die, there's money there, but if they don't, they're going to depend on the pharmaceutical Mm. industry. Dude, all I've thought from day one, conspiracies aside, eugenics aside, if you really want to just look at COVID and the shot rollout, Operation Warp Speed, what is it really all about? It's all about the money, man. Come on. And where do you get your most money from? Well, it's from those people who are dedicated to your medical schedules, right? The people who have to get all those drugs. You know, I I, I got sick from the MRNA vaccine. Now I need all these other pharmaceuticals to take care of me and Oh, you know, well I'm fat. and I got diabetes. Well, I'm gonna get that Ozempic. Well, it's gonna close up my intestines. I need more pharmaceuticals to take care of me. Like, every you know, we get all this medical intervention. And now I'm on all these drugs. I can't get
1: a boner. So now I need a blue chew. That's right. it's crazy.
0: Every time, man, it's just medical intervention after another. And more medication, and you're just doped up and you're just kind of zombified through life, man. It's not the way to do it. And uh, realistically, again, when you look at the vaccines, we could put all these grandiose conspiracies aside. It looks like a bunch of dudes made a bunch of money and then they saw an opportunity to capitalize on future investments with some cash cows, and I hate to break it to you folks, but you 5.8 billion people who took their experimental warp speed mRNA vaccine gene therapy, you're the cattle. You're the cash cow. <laughs> That's the truth, yeah. man.
1: Well, apparently the, you see, there's a lawsuit. They're suing the DOD <laughs> over them forcing soldiers to take it. Because apparently, but apparently it's, I think it's Pfizer, I guess Pfizer never met the requirements for the emergency order in the military.
0: Yeah, I sent you some stuff that it was the General Flynn thing, and then I did a little more digging, and apparently that open letter was based around, and I could be wrong, but I think the 200-something people who signed it were behind 200-something lawsuits that are going down. There's the a DOJ. bunch of shit going yeah. on.
1: Yeah. No. No. Apparently, they never had the legal. So apparently, they just you because you can obviously if there's something like that going on, especially around the world, and you need military readiness. You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason if you go to Africa in the military, if you're deploying to Africa, they're gonna force you to take the malaria pills. You know? <laughs> yes. So like, there's shit that they they can do, but they're at the the vaccine has to meet certain requirements before they force the soldiers to take it. Number one being, you have to prove it works.
0: No oh, man, it's warp speed, bro! <laughs> we gotta get it out of there fast, man! We're, grandma's dying, bro! Come on!
1: So, so I guess there's a lot of... Uh, one thing they didn't realize... So you can't sue Pfizer. They have that exemption or whatever. So they're suing the DOD.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's a great move, and... I, that's kind of what slipped under my radar, which was I got caught up in the sensationalism of, oh, man, all these military people signing this open letter against the government and the military. But what it was really signifying was these were that many lawsuits and they were openly signing and trying to make a statement to the American people like, folks, the, me- the media isn't reporting this. And what's happening currently is hundreds of people in the military are suing the government because they were harmed by the vaccine that they forced on them.
1: Did you see that estimate of 17? They think 17 million died?
0: I'm telling you, and I have believed from day one, that they knew the vaccine was going to kill people, and they went with it on purpose because I firmly believe when it comes to eugenics and depopulation, there's a lot of fans of that idea here in America and who are in control. Uh,
1: but even if it's not that, even if it's not that, I try to explain it. Take it from a guy who was a soldier. Even you as a civilian, you become a number. You become a statistic. You become a vote. You, the minute there's like this illness, this, this virus that sweeps through the nation, They do not care if you survive. It becomes a numbers game. What can we do to just make the most people survive? You know what I mean? So you, on a personal level, whatever they're saying do, it might be worse for you. But they don't care as long as it saves the majority. You know what I mean? They will sacrifice you for the colony. I I can't get that through people's heads. It's and so they, they, you had a bunch of guys sitting in a room who probably looked at, oh, 20 million will die. But I have a feeling it will save more. You know what I mean? And you might be one of those 20 million. I mean, do you, does it give you some solace in knowing that somebody believed in killing you, it would save more lives? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> something about
0: that vaccine, so nefarious. There's something there where the forcing of it upon our military almost inherently from the get-go seemed as if it was a purposeful weakening of our you know ability to fight back from any kind of intrusion from an outside force it, it really does feel as if we purposefully not to our knowledge but against our will almost uh poisoned our military forces
1: man I think we did poison them. I think we really hurt ourselves. But I think it wasn't. I don't think it was purposefully. I think they did it because you, you. It's, it's a couple million people. You could young, healthy people. You can inject them with this vaccine. I think they felt it was going to be a great experiment. You know what I mean? You like, look, our whole military got vaccinated. Everybody's fine. What they didn't expect is you have 24 year old soldiers having heart attacks. <laughs> All right. How's Bronny James good. doing right now? <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm telling you, i can't get it through people's head that's what's scary because i'm i'm a 36 year old man i know what it takes to be a 24 year old soldier so if he's having a heart attack i'm looking in the mirror like holy shit oh and anec- next
0: anecdotic anecdotically, uh did i say that right who knows third episode folks but i gotta say <laughs> uh from a uh more close perspective emma has a work colleague I recall recently, somebody whose uh sister or yeah, I believe the sister, uh husband, thirty-nine, heart attack. Hmm. Kinda hit me uh a little hard there. I thought, wow, that's that's young. Very, uh, close.
1: very young in my book, and I And what no what's worse about these heart attacks? Is when they're, it's like, oh, was he really fat or something? No, he actually was pretty skinny. He all was right. playing basketball with his buddies. It, they're always like doing something athletic do you, and then they just drop what? dead and you're like, fuck. <laughs> what do you think my first question was though?
0: Vaccinated. I said, boosted? Was he,
1: <laughs> was he boosted? Oh, probably. Yeah, dumb. All right, there you go.
0: That's no, all I get I need Nona to know.
1: all the time. She'll always bring somebody up. Like, You know, this guy, I forgot what the guy's name is. He's one of our cousins. He's having neurological issues. Boosted? My first question was, yes. was he boosted? And she just laughed and said, yes, but that's not it.
0: No, but it's the most important (laughs) question now. Because all these people just willingly lined up and took this poison.
1: mRNA. We've never done it before. I'm trying to point out to her that I keep asking the question. She keeps saying it's not the vaccine. Yet, every person you're bringing up to me is vaccinated. And in the meantime, everybody talks shit about me being a plumber, not being vaccinated. I have no neurological issues. I haven't had a heart attack. No stroke. You
0: know? I don't know. We just heard a clip of us from a year ago. Are you sure about those neurological issues? I might be having...
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's from the alcohol killing my brain cells, (laughs) That's right. <laughs> uh, that's hard to listen to, man. Yeah, I used to drink a lot more on the show. I thought you sounded
0: fantastic, and I'm personally, I thought it was a the point was on point. If you <laughs>
1: <laughs> it didn't get as racist as I thought it was, it would be. I so, told really you, that, like, yeah. We, we, we were Actually, already, I think I, I stood there. on the right side of history there. I was I was I was, I was like fighting for the black man having the hair. That's all I'm saying.
0: No, I'm. I thought it was funny. You no know, black
1: guys, uh, and you get the second thing from a bald guy. I will fight for anybody's hair. You know <laughs> black or white, I'm jealous of all of you guys with hair.
0: Oh, good call. Yeah. You you are uh, someone who's always paying attention to that hairline. There's no a- <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, that's very true. Well, we're uh we're we're hanging low towards that point. What do we got left here? We got oh, I still have more of the joy we never finished joy. Do we uh Oh, Joy, you always do that to us. Yeah, go ahead. You want to finish it off? It's 20 seconds. I think we can... Do you want to start from the beginning or just hit it from where we're at? Hit her from right. Doesn't from matter. We'll make fun of her either way.
3: And saying that it's a bad thing to get the boost. he's not boosters. saying it's satire. He's actually believing it. Well, I know, it, but this is fake you know? news. And no. that's another thing. Fake news, alternative facts. All of and that started recently. And to that point, people need to check their oh, sources. I mean, we only listen to
0: journalism. what we say. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, that's you. why. <laughs> we tell the truth. That's why I love this clip. Only listen to The View. All right. They're telling you you the truth, man. They're
1: right. Make sure you check your sources. Joe Rogan has not changed his tune since 2020. (laughs) The CDC, the WHO, all these fucking experts, they've all come now and said, well, you know, we were just working with what information we had at the time. We might have been wrong, but it was to our best knowledge at the time. You know? How come Joe Rogan knew? He's a fucking fight commentator and comedian. He knew. Alex Jones knew.
0: And it's so funny when you think about Alex Jones in the context of COVID and all that stuff and how they tried to not only discredit him, they tried to literally discolor his skin to make him look sicker. Sicker, (laughs) Which is weird.
1: Very, very uh, disturbing. No, and then Sanjay Gupta, uh, that was the weirdest moment of COVID.
0: Well, uh, again, Rogan, my point being is, this dude, a weightlifter guy who fights, he's into MMA. He was the dude from uh what was the Dare You Not Show? What was it, the uh <laughs> Freak or Not fear Freak, predictor. Fear Factor, right? Yeah, he's like,
1: like literally on a show where they're drinking and, horse cum. And,
0: and he did a man show, like it's Joe Rogan, right? Like people were treating him like the philosopher of our time, or like you know, like <laughs> The answer to Tony Fauci, like, well,
1: have you seen his ratings? <laughs> it's definitely better than Joy Behar.
0: <laughs> it's just crazy to think that, like, hey, listen, I don't
1: know if Pluto was the best philosopher of his time, but he had the best ratings. That's all that matters, you know? you know. that's what that
0: was the best we had here in the modern era. It's crazy to think that it really did come down to uh, the fan base of Joe Rogan versus whatever the mainstream media could string together there between you know SNL and the Late Night Jimmies and everybody else that they paid off with big Pfizer it didn't seem to matter no matter how much money you had streaming into those late night jimmies and SNL they had no chance to keep up with the muscle-bound meathead who happens to have the most popular no, the, podcast
1: in the world the worst part i'm telling you the worst part if you have you have to go back and look at the whole Sanjay Gupta thing Isn't he the one, the doctor on CNN? Sanjay Gupta, when
0: he went on there and they debated, and he for like two hours he he was sweating. Joe Rogan
1: (laughs) fucking took this doctor on, your expert, and fucking crushed him to the point where the guy was like sheepishly admitting Joe was right on certain things. That's right. And then the next day goes back on CNN. And yeah, talk man. shit about Joe Rogan and uh, horse medicine and all that. You know what I mean? Like he literally was like sheepishly being like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, we called you a horse pace and everything." And then the next day said it. Yeah, it was crazy. That was the ultimate. The that was when you knew you were on. A, you were in two different realities. Good call. Sanjay
0: Gupta, almost the mascot of the spineless when it comes to the shills who represented the scamdemic and all the bullshit lies that came with the lockdowns and the masks and the the mandates.
1: Because to me, that was the best moment because up to that point, our parents, everybody, our grandparents, everybody in the family, everybody was like, you think you know better than the doctors, the experts, (laughs) the scientists, yeah, Come man. on, and then here you had it. Finally, one of your experts, one of your doctors, your sign, one of them finally went on Joe Rogan, and just got demolished by this commentator, you know, what I mean? this comedian. And yeah, then, that was like it was like the final like I don't know. It was the it was the vindication we all needed, to you know.
0: It was tough times. We had limited voices out there in the mainstream if you will kind of representing the dissenting ideas of the mandates and everything we were from the other side's perspective i know it's hard to hear but it felt like we were on the cusp of some sort of fascist kind of technocratic weird takeover we still feel like we're there i contend they wanted hillary to win they got trump he delayed agenda Twenty Twenty One. That's why we now have agenda 2030. Uh, we shall own nothing, eat the <laughs> bugs, and we will be happy. I can guarantee it. That's what the World Economic Forum wants. Uh, and either way, Mike, my God.
1: Don't say it. Don't
0: fucking say it. It's the fastest hour in the universe. There's no doubt about it, my man. We have Would hit you that speed point. speed up
1: the d- orbit of the galaxy or something here? What's going on? How come-
0: I man. have a button here uh, right, what is it? <laughs> How dare you? It controls time over the CERN machine. We'll